Hey everybody, for our next to last remediation episode, we're on chapter 5, talking about ecosystems. So kind of tying together the populations, the communities, all that shit, into the giant-ass ecosystems. Hope you enjoy. biology for bastards teaching biology in the most profane way you've ever seen or heard i'm your host john doty thanks for listening this season we're going through the ap biology curriculum one chapter at a time we are on chapter 55 ecosystems that's it that's a whole fucking title ecosystems so this one's pretty easy uh because it's about ecosystems and whether you realize it or not, you know what a fucking ecosystem is. So the textbook definition of an ecosystem is the sum of all the organisms living within its boundaries, which is the biotic community, and all the abiotic factors with which they interact. Basically, it's just all the shit. All the shit in an area, that's it. All the living shit, the non-living shit, it's just all the shit. When you think of an area, that's an ecosystem. The temperature, the weather, the animals, the plants, all that shit, that's an ecosystem. So, there are two really important processes within every ecosystem. We have energy flow and then the cycling of nutrients. And that's pretty much what this whole chapter is about. So we're going to go through all this and we're going to talk about the energy flow first and then we'll come back and really finish discussing the chemical cycling. So a couple important things when it comes to the energy in the ecosystem. Can't be fucking recycled. That would be cool as hell if you could recycle energy, but you just can't. It has to be constantly supplied somehow. Most of the time it's by the sun. We do have some ecosystems that are powered from chemicals, you know, chemosynthesis, all that shit. But everything starts with our autotrophs, you know, self-feeders, as they're called. They do their own shit. They are primary producers. That's another name for them. Most of the time, they are photosynthetic. Like I just mentioned, there are chemosynthetic autotrophs out there, but the vast majority of them are photosynthetic, and those are the ones that are the base of everything because they are going to be taking the energy usually in the form of sunlight and converting it into a biological form and then we have the heterotrophs which are the you know defined as other feeders they can't make their own food they're just involved with converting biological energy to other biological energy so at the base of every food chain, food web, whatever the fuck you want to talk about. We have the primary producers, we have the autotrophs, and then every other level beyond that is a heterotroph, is some sort of consumer. So when you have the very first thing, the very first heterotroph that is eating a primary producer, that's a primary consumer, 
then anything that eats the primary consumer is the secondary consumer, and anything that eats the secondary consumer is a tertiary consumer, and on and on and on, you better get the fucking point. Primary, secondary, tertiary, quaternary, that's about it. I don't even know what the fifth one's called, because very rarely is there a food chain or a food web that has that many links in the chain. But there is this other group of important heterotrophs, um, your detritivores or your decomposers, and what they do is break down the organic material and are really important when it comes to that chemical cycling that we're going to get to later. And the main decomposers are going to be your fungi and your prokaryotes. Your detritivores are things, you know, feeding at the bottom of, not even the bottom, off to the side of these food chains and food webs and all that shit, things like earthworms, things like shrimp, kind of your bottom feeders. Those are your real detritivores. Eating the scraps, breaking down shit, and helping the primary producers by putting stuff back into the soil or the water or whatever fuck so that the primary producers can use it. So that brings us to this idea of primary production because it's focusing on how effective or how efficient the primary producers are being. What it is, primary production, it's the amount of light energy that's converted to chemical energy. We have gross primary production, we have net primary production. And the difference between those is the gross primary production is just everything. All of the primary production in the ecosystem. So how much of the light is actually fucking converted, while the net primary production, you've got to do a little bit of math because the things that are going through and converting the light into chemicals, so plant, algae, whatever the fuck they are, those things have to go through respiration too. They have to use that food that they just converted to stay alive. So our net primary production is our gross primary production minus how much shit's used for respiration. And obviously the net primary production is going to vary depending on what type of ecosystem you're looking at. And it's going to be affected by a bunch of different variables. Um, some of them being, you know, light availability. So as you have less light available, you're going to have less primary production. As you have fewer nutrients available, you're obviously, it better be fucking obvious, that you're going to have less primary production because you just don't have the shit to work with. Temperature, moisture, all these things are going to affect your primary production, whether you're a terrestrial or an aquatic ecosystem. So we use that kind of as the starting point to measure shit because if the primary producers are sucking it up, everything else is going to be fucked. But if the primary producers are doing okay, then we have the potential for everything else to be doing fine as well. And the reason we put all this, you know, focus on the primary producers is because from one step to the other, and this also explains why there's, why I said there's not many food chains, food webs that are five, six links long is because from one trophic level to the next, and in case you forgot what a trophic level is, it's a link in the food chain or a link in the food web. It's one level. When you transfer energy between levels, only about 10% gets passed on. 
all the other shit, and in this case, the shit's energy, all the other energy gets lost as heat. And this is why you don't have these super-ass long food chains. This is why energy has to keep coming and it doesn't cycle through. Because you're losing 90% of all the energy as heat, just as metabolic by-process. By-processes? By-products. I don't know what the fuck a by-process is. So, only 10% gets passed on from one level to the next. And you can measure that either in joules, calories, or just percentage of total energy. Whatever works. So, next up are these ideas of ecological pyramids, which I don't really want to get into because they're so fucking obvious. Oh my god, they're some of the most obvious shit that we've talked about this entire season. Like a pyramid of numbers. You could probably guess what the fuck that measures. You just count everything, and that's it. That's literally what it is. And then a pyramid of biomass measures fucking biomass. Like, these are the most, like, I don't even know. So fucking obvious. So I'm not, that's all I'm going to say about it. If you want more, there's a little bit more information on our website, if you follow along with the PowerPoints, that's www.biologyforbastards.com. Just had to get that plug in, as I do every episode anymore. So, ecological pyramids, super fucking obvious, and that brings us to these chemical cycles. And when we're talking about these, what we're really talking about are these cycles that are known as biogeochemical cycles because there are biological aspects there are geological aspects there are chemical aspects biogeochemical this is how we um what's the word i want to use transition chemicals from inorganic to organic back to inorganic back to organic we have all these different cycles we have the water car the water the carbon the nitrogen, the phosphorus, those are the big four that we're going to talk about. And I'm not going to go into too much detail here, you know, on the podcast about it, because there's a lot of shit in each one. And it's one that's really going to be helpful if you go and look at the uh, slides that I've got posted. Okay, so the water cycle. Definitely not going to fucking talk about the water cycle because it's the motherfucking water cycle. You've been learning it since you were like six. And if you don't have it down by now, you're fucked. Simple as that. So, carbon cycle. The big takeaway from the carbon cycle. Yes, there's all this other stuff going on. But the biggest takeaway is that photosynthesis removes carbon dioxide from the atmosphere and the burning of fossil fuels puts it back. The problem is we are burning fossil fuels at a rate faster than the environment can reabsorb it through photosynthesis, which is why the concentration of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere is rising, which is why climate change is happening which is why we're all going to be dead real soon and just fucked up the planet. But that's next chapter. On to the nitrogen cycle. So there's a couple things going on with 
the nitrogen cycle, we have nitrogen fixation. So most of the atmosphere is nitrogen, but we can't use it. Life can't use it because it's fucked up. It's broken. So nitrogen fixation fixes it for us. And there's bacteria in the soil and roots of legumes, which are like peanuts and soybeans and all that fuck stuff. Fuck stuff. That's a, that's a new word. It's like food stuff, but just for random shit. Fuck stuff. That was an accident, but I like it. I'm going to go with it. Fuck stuff. So, we have these bacteria, other fuck stuff, and what it does, it takes atmospheric nitrogen, the diatomic nitrogen, into, and it converts it into ammonia. And that can be absorbed by plants, and that takes the inorganic nitrogen and makes it organic. From there, we have nitrification happening, where we have ammonium converted into nitrate, converted into nitrate. I think I just said nitrate twice. If I did, fucking screwed up. It's ammonium to nitrite to nitrate. That's what I was trying to say. Ammonium nitrite to nitrate. And then we have the opposite because hopefully you've picked up that biology is all about fucking opposite. So if you have nitrogen in two converted into some sort of organic nitrogen, we have to have the opposite, and that's called denitrification. So there you go. That's the nitrogen cycle. And then lastly, the phosphorus cycle, um, most of it comes from weathering of rocks and that runs off, gets into the water, gets into the soil, and then that gets absorbed by the plants. And then when they die, they get decomposed, and that puts it back in the soil. And that's really about the phosphorus cycle. So that one's pretty straightforward, pretty easy. And then the last thing for this episode is if you're trying to fix shit that's been fucked up, we have restoration ecology. There's two main, I don't know, techniques maybe that can be used. We have bioremediation, bioaugmentation. So what bioremediation is, it's where we are using organisms, and typically they're prokaryotes, fungi, sometimes plants, but we're using organisms to detoxify shit that we've polluted, trying to fix the ecosystem so bioremediation is trying to undo shit that we fucked up while bio augmentation is where you introduce species to add stuff to the ecosystem to make it quote unquote better so where bioremediation is shit's fucked up and we're trying to fix it bio augmentation is we are trying to add shit to it so remediation we're trying to take shit away Augmentation, we are trying to add shit to it. And that brings us to the end. So, that was chapter 55 of Ecology. We've got one more episode in this season, and that's it. Can't fucking believe it. Already got ideas for season two. Season two, we're going to do... No, I'm going to save it. you got to listen next week to find out the topic. Or follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. It's been on there for a while what the next season's going to be all about. Um, but if you do follow us, that was a dog, my little recordings dog. 
um, she apparently got tired of sitting there and listening to me talk about the phosphorus cycle. But if you do follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, we're at bio for bastards on all three. Say hi, all that stuff. Make sure you go on Apple Podcasts. The more I do this, the more I learn about how more people can find out about us. But apparently, reviews on Apple Podcasts, even if you don't listen on Apple Podcasts because they suck and you're like an Android person, yeah, I'm picking fights. That's fine. But ratings on Apple Podcasts help the word get out about the show. So I know this is almost the very end of the first season, but there definitely is a second season and it would be great if when I come back for se- for season two, we just have this huge listening audience. That would be amazing. And five-star reviews on Apple is how we get there. So if you could do that for me, that would be fucking great. Um, just keep spreading the word. We've grown very organically through this season, and I couldn't be happier with how it's grown um, I could be happier with the size, but that's a different story. It's doing great. I think everybody could be happier with the size, if you know what I mean. So, I'm going to wrap stuff up. I have been your host, John Doty. Our intro and outro music is the song Feeling Good by Purple Planet Music. And until next time, thanks for listening. So you may have just heard an ad, but I can't end with an ad. So just wanted to say, follow us on Twitter at Bio4Bastards. Um, our intro and outro music is Feeling Good by Purple Planet Music. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, tell everybody you know about it. And again, thanks for listening.